This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform, where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, to know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, no idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wildin', no valleys, no Pilates. L.A. <laughs> What's good? L.A., L.A., big city of dreams. I am out here, I am out here. Listen, let me let that music rock a little bit more, man. Let me let it rock a little bit more. Hey, rest in peace to my son, Baby D. Rest in peace to you, man. We out here in L.A., baby. Love rest you. in peace. Rest in peace, Baby D. We out here in L.A. Um, let's go, man. Um, welcome back to episode number 28 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. Hey, y'all. Uh, I want to do it differently since I'm in California. This is my first time in California, Asia. First time in Cali. First time in Cali. So I want to do it different. I want you to introduce your social media handles. Okay. And then I'll do mine. Okay. So you can follow me and find me at Asia Muns everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, okay, okay. all of that. A J I A M U N N S. And my website is www.ajiamunns.com. I was going to say you needed to spell your name. Yeah, because, because it, says, it sounds Asia, but people people mess around and put that S, S in it, and then you ain't going to find me. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's a little uh, unique. Shout out to my dad. Thank you, Jeffrey Munns, for spelling it that way. No doubt. And uh, my name is John Ross Dyke the First, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would, connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook. Like and, that. And um, visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Yeah. So we're out here in L.A. Houston, Texas. I'm out here in L.A. All right. Today is August the 31st. 2019. Just had a birthday. No, 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 no. It's coming up on the 18th. I mean, yeah. Coming up. It's you're coming about up. You're about to have a birthday. Yeah, soon. So you're about to be 38. Here you go. <laughs> I'm about to be 35. 
Look, look, I know she didn't mean that was it sounded like a joke. I know she didn't mean to do that, but it, that was a great joke. I'm about to be 35 <laughs> September the 18th and 35. this episode is dropping September the 3rd, it's not 2019. Wrong with those extra 3 years of, of wisdom. Don't give me my 3 years because then you're going to start to give me then then you're going to start to say 40. Right. No, you don't need to say 40 yet. I'm not 40 yet. I'm still in that 35. I'm still in that 30 to 35 Th- bracket. You are. Cheers so, to that. To a great to a great episode. To a great episode. No doubt, no doubt. Um man Drink. Oh, shit. Listen, uh, in great L.A. fashion, um, we are recording at Asia's apartment with mm-hmm. the door open. <laughs> we want to get all the ambiance involved, man. So how are you? How you doing? I am amazing. Okay. I'm amazing. Okay. It's something about living your dreams. It's something about manifesting what you set out to do. Okay. It's something about answering the call. Okay. It's something about doing what you always dreamed of unknowingly as okay. a child. No doubt. Because um, I never was a child like, oh, I'm going to do this. I just imitated things. I just was me. No doubt. So it's something about honoring who you were mm-hmm. as a child mm-hmm. and who I am now mm-hmm. and what called to me. So I'm, I'm very happy with okay. my life. Okay. This journey. It's a beautiful one. It's a beautiful journey. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, the last time that uh, we were sitting this close, I think he was we were, helping me with my math. <laughs> well, I know definitely we were at U of H. <laughs> we was at U of H. Shout out to University of Houston. No doubt, go Cougs. Go Cougs. I wish I can do the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look. You were definitely. We were definitely in college, right? And uh, yeah, we were in social psychology. Yeah, I both psychology so. majors. Both psychology majors. Yeah. Spanish minor. What was your minor? Communications. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You know? So, uh, um, yeah, man. Uh, listen, Houston, Texas, we finally got this right. Um, I treated myself to a new birthday gift, so I bought this new laptop today in Los Angeles. Uh, it must be nice. Yeah. And matter of fact, you got to pay yourself first. That's what they say, right? No, 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 Pay no, yourself no. first. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm a Christian. We pay the Lord first. I ain't paid my oh, tithes. Oh, I gave you. I, I ain't paid my tithes in a long time. I'm going to start back up, okay? Yeah, but start that back up. You, you got to pay the Lord first, 10%, and then So take you, out the first. Yeah. But you got to pay yourself. You got to pay yourself. Because okay. a lot of times we forget to pay ourselves. No doubt. It's about everybody else. No doubt. And we forget about ourselves, even mothers out there. It's all about, you got to take care of yourself. What they say on the plane, put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about it. <laughs> Yo, uh, we got so much to get into, but I don't want to rush it. Okay, okay. I don't want to rush it, ladies and gentlemen. This will be the first episode from LA that mm-hmm. I drop. Okay. Well, yours truly. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, uh, you're not from Houston. No, I'm from, from Dallas. Okay, yeah, but, but I actually was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, because I was about, I was getting ready to say that I saw your. Um, I've been I subscribed to your. Uh-huh. Uh, podcast on Thank SoundCloud. You. Thank you for that. And that stories uh, and poems. Stories and poems. Okay, which we're gonna get into. Okay. Okay. So listen. Uh, I guess my very first thing uh, before we get started is Houston, Texas. My um, editor. Uh-huh. Okay, the lady that uh, kind of looks over all my scripts, tells me this one's a hit, this one's not. Yeah. Scrap that. Move on to the it's next. A good one. person have. Yeah. She uh, she does a blog. Her blog is entitled Tempest Lives. And you can find that at TempestLives.com. Shout out to her. No doubt. And uh, episode number nine, pack in the front. But let's go. Let's go. Let's get into you. Um, so, born Cleveland, Ohio. Born in Cleveland, Ohio. Spent the first 10 years there. First 10. And then moved to Dallas. Okay. Spent the next 
10. 18, actually. 18, no. Because eight. I left at 8. eight so, next 8. <laughs> next 8. See, and see. We, I've been drinking. We're going to blame it on uh, the... No, 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 no. She started off saying, listen, she started off saying that uh, that um, I was helping you in math in college. You, no, you did help me okay. with my math. You were smart. You helped a couple people. Listen, yeah. So... And and now I'm a I'm, by get... day I'm a uh, math teacher by day. Ain't that crazy? No, it's not because I always, abs- I always knew that if I could teach, it was only going to be math that I was going to teach. Yeah. Well, you were a great teacher back then, a great tutor. No doubt. I believe you tried to charge me. Oh lord. But I said uh, <laughs> the word friend means I could call on a favor. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So, uh, man, listen, oh, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Okay, you lived there till you were 10. Mm-hmm. 9, 10. 9, 10. And then moved to Dallas. Let's say 9 so that you can spend, so it's half and half. Half and half. Let's say that. So then you spent the next nine years in Dallas. In Dallas. And mm-hmm. then 18, you graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Went to West Virginia. West Virginia. And then came to U of H. Then you transferred to, what were you doing in, in West Virginia? I was cheerleading. I don't like to talk about that chapter. Okay. I hated that school year. I, I just, other than my grades, okay. I made dean's list. I was amazing in that. No doubt. That aspect, grades, but no doubt. I didn't like it at okay. all. Was didn't in a like terrible it. relationship, okay. which that's behind me, okay. and I just didn't like it. Okay. So I really don't talk about it. And then I came to U of H, and I was like, whoa. Okay. It was okay. amazing. Okay. And so... um you come to U of H. What year you come out of U of H? What year you graduate? Ele- uh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay, and then, and then you disappear. Is and that you, how y'all see it? Well, that's how I see it because okay. it, because at that time we were all in the college scene. We that's were all right. Partying and stuff like that. That's right. In 2012, you say you disappear. 2012, uh-huh. actually August 14, 2012, I moved to LA. Okay. Okay. And then you moved to LA. And uh, and then I think I I think I I was Hollywood on social media. I don't know why I was Hollywood on social media. So I think I started following you on social uh-huh. media. Well, and back like, then Facebook was like the, yeah, the thing, yeah. you know. So you are you less active on Facebook? Um, no, I'm equally not active on all of it, but I try to try to post more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess the biggest because in episode number twenty seven, which is now streaming on Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. I had said. My question to the creators from back home that moved to L.A. was why I moved to L.A. Yeah, I heard that. I listened to it. Okay, why move to L.A.? Okay. Uh, the gentleman, I forgot his name, sorry, but he had a lot of good things. <laughs> the gentleman. The guy The guy that was on episode okay, 27. Okay, you're talking about Harold J. Trotter. What All up, right. man? What up? Okay. Yeah. So, um... He had... He was spot on, though. Okay. You know, the difference between L.A. and other cities. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to say other cities, maybe exclude Atlanta, you know, um, that here you can walk into a coffee shop and your life could change. Yeah. It can be that simple. No doubt. Now, the chances of that, though, is winning the lottery. But the thing is, it can happen and okay. people do win the lottery. Okay. Um, now, being in other cities, you can be a big deal in your market and you can come to L.A. with an experience that. Most people don't have in LA. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking about, I think um, Harold is doing the um, the um, what is it called? The mystery, the murder mystery murder dinner. Mystery. Yeah. Here, there's like, if I wanted to do that, I'd be a fish, a small fish in a big pond. But if somebody else does that in another city, they're winning. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure there's less than five, okay. if that, in other cities that are doing the murder mystery stuff. Here, 
it's like 10, 12, 20 people doing murder mystery okay. dinners. You so, know, you see what I'm saying? So are you saying that you are you saying that you moved for the opportunity? So I'm just saying the difference between small market and LA market. Okay. That it's equally great in different reasons for okay. different reasons. Okay. Now why I moved, do we want to stop for the siren? Yeah. Go ahead. Now, why I moved to LA. Uh, well, do you want to go there? Yeah, we have time. We listen, ha- we have time. Listen, I want us. you to know this. I want you to know this. Um, when I contacted you on Instagram yeah. after I shared all my videos yeah. with you, you okay. always in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we got you. Got to clean that I up. I love it. Wait, wait, you wait, You got wait, to wait. clean that up. Right. You got to clean you that up. You have great communication. Correct. You okay, you got to clean that up. But, but listen, I love it though because okay. it speaks to consistency, okay. and that's what I love about you. Okay. Everybody, Denzel talks about that, right? Oh, my favorite actor all time. All times. Consistency, what people don't have. It doesn't matter where you are in your journey. Just be consistent and you will get there. No doubt. So that's what I love about you and what I respect about you first and foremost. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And you have a great voice for a podcast. Thank you. Just like, you you know, yours truly. No, I'm just I'm just playing. Listen, I want to let you know this. I want to let you know this. I came all the way out here to get the like I said in the beginning of the episode to get your your journey yeah and for you to depict us with some of your vision yeah. So if if it's a story for why you came out to LA, we want to hear it. I want to hear it definitely. All right, well here it goes. And on this platform we're going to hear it. Let's go. Okay. So um let me start with this. I went to uh, a church when I first got out here, Faithful Central Bible Church. Amen. And he was preaching one day. Mhm. And when he was preaching uh, that day, I don't know. I don't. I was just in a place, and he said something. And it's one of those times where it hit you, and your whole spirit and body feels it. My aunt uh, on my dad's side was uh, sitting next, standing next to me. We weren't sitting. We was up on our feet. And uh, he said, "Someone had to die for you to be here." And uh, my aunt immediately looked at me and I I froze. I couldn't look. I couldn't move. And my whole body was reacting um, because I knew that that was for me. And I knew that he was speaking directly to me, maybe somebody else, but that was definitely my story. So in 2011, my grandfather on my dad's side, um, rest in peace, passed away from cancer. R.I.P. And uh, I spent two months here taking care of him the last days of his life, hand on his heart when he was passing away, and uh, just saw that whole transition, you know. Um, And when I got here two months prior, I saw L.A. in a different light. Uh So I saw L.A. I had been here once when I was maybe... 12 and he took me to uh, Magic Mountain and all that kind of stuff my grandfather showed me LA but from a child's perspective and when I got here this time as an adult I saw LA differently I I saw it as a real city and not a magical city Mm -hmm. and for me I was like wow I can just be here I've always thought I would be in LA when 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 something amazing happened or, or I don't know when but when I got here and saw LA for what it is, I said, wow, it's just a regular city. I can do this. Mm. I can do this. I can be here. And I just felt like this is the place I need to be. Mm-hmm. And I, this is the place I need to be. 
um, so he passed away. I got back. I'm uh, back on campus. I'm walking to the communications building, and I walk past the communications building, and, and in my mind, my head voice is saying, oh, I have to use the restroom. Let me just go into the theater building, which is past the communication building where I needed to be. So I walked past the communication building, went into the theater building, and I just sat on the ground, um, and I heard them rehearsing. I heard acting, I heard words, and uh, I sat on the ground and I cried, and uh, I left school. And uh, You left school, what does that I, mean? I, from that moment, I made a decision that I'm moving back to L.A. Uh, I'm conf- this confirms the feelings that I've got when I was in L.A. I'm moving back to L.A. I saved up eight months later. Um... Well, a year later, I guess, my grandfather passed away in June, mm-hmm. June 19th. Uh, June, no, I'm sorry, June 18th. And uh, 2011, I moved August 12th. So a year later, a year and some change later, I saved up and I, I moved and I started my journey. And within two months, um, I had my first national commercial, uh, blackpeoplemeet.com. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember seeing that joint. You so were fresh in that crazy. <laughs> I remember seeing crazy. that joint. <laughs> it was I remember crazy. seeing that joint. You were fresh in there. Go ahead. Keep going. So literally, someone had to die for me to be here because had he, my grandfather not passed away, I, to be honest, I wouldn't have had a push to follow my dreams. Okay. Because I just didn't think it was possible. I thought okay. I needed to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist, probably I.O., um, and I wanted to help provide for my family, and I hated seeing poverty growing up. So my mindset was, I'll have a career, and on the side, maybe I'll do plays. Mm. And uh, that was my mindset, and I was mm. definitely okay with that. Mm. And uh, But something else happened, and I decided, no, I'm going to go for it for real, for real. Mm. So, so L.A. has been good to you? No. Okay. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. What people won't say. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Been uh, ha- having roles snatched away from me because, yeah. you know, the I won't do certain things. Yeah. Um, just the surviving L.A. So it's a couple of different things in L.A. you got to understand. Um, it's the culture of L.A. Okay. It's La La Land, okay. meaning the fantasy of L.A. Okay. And it's the basic survival of the city. Itself. Okay. Are you going to remember all three of those points? Because yeah. I want you to touch all three of those points. All right, I'm going to remember. Go. Let's go, man. Damn, I, look, look, Houston, Texas, man. Uh, when they see this, it'll mm-hmm. be September the 3rd. Okay. Happy Labor Day weekend. All right. Um, yeah. After y'all get, after they get done partying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After they so see chill this. Out so, with so this. listen, I want you to know that I came all the way out here for yeah. you to be the first interview. And I'm honored. You know what I'm saying? I'm honored. You know what I'm Thank saying? Because when, when I was just thinking, because it, it was actually Phil mm-hmm. that put me up to this. He was like, listen, you know, you might want to, you know, take it on the road. Yeah. And and I was thinking, hmm. So the first place I took it to was Dallas, Texas and yeah. Louisville, Texas. Shout out to Dallas. No doubt. And, and then, Louisville, and you Louisville, said? Louisville, Texas. Okay. Shout out to them too. And then um, after that, um, uh, my wife and I went to New York yeah. in July um, for a little getaway. And I know you love New York. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love New York. You, you need, you need, you. you know. I need to go back. No, what's the what's the tongue twister? 
What is it? <laughs> What's the title? I love New York. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love New York. Unique New York. Yeah. You know you you know you need unique, unique New York. Unique Something New York. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but go on, go on. So I'm an actress. You ain't finna get me caught up. Not yeah, saying so, it right. So listen, and and I gotta be honest, man. Uh, normally I'm always so fluid with it, and my it yeah. might be because of the atmosphere. It being L.A. It being my first time in um, California. You know what I'm saying? I've been sweating nonstop. Yeah. Because you can, I can kind of feel from you the the level. Yeah. The level of uh, professionalism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. So so you know, thank you. You're welcome. Because uh, you know, I mean, I came out here for one thing and one thing only, and that's to expand. Mm-hmm. That's to uh to get my weight up, man. Well, you're so, doing it, and I'm proud of you. I appreciate that, man. So so you say, let, let's get to those three points. Okay. That you say. So the culture of L.A. Okay. Um, the L.A. itself as a city in the survival and the la-la land. Mm-hmm. So the culture of L.A., what I kind of mean by, by that is um, the film culture of L.A. Because no matter, like my neighbor, when we were talking about, uh, he was talking about acting. He was like, hey, I heard you act. Another neighbor probably told him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I went to high school with this person, this person, this person. We hung out like the person at the grocery store has an aunt that's a grip person. The person, um, I don't know, that you see, I don't know, picking up leaves. There, Everybody in L.A. is related to someone in the industry um, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. They went to high school with them, mm-hmm. or their cousin is this, their mom is this, or used to be this. And, it, and it, the film industry feeds so much of L.A., and as well as the up-and-coming actor. The up-and-coming actor feeds L.A. also because Mm. there's so many things that the up-and-coming actor pays for in the city. Mm. Everyone eats off of us. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the culture of L.A. It's such a film city, in Mm. my opinion. Now, there's parts of it that has nothing to do with the film industry, um, but the people that try to argue that are really just in denial. Because you can, and I mean that because you'll drive down the street and you'll see that it's blocked off for filming purposes. And it's not, it's second nature for us to be like, oh, okay, let me just turn off. Mm-hmm. Let me just turn off the street. Let me just go around it. Yeah. You don't just, you don't stop and say, oh, what are they filming? Like uh, in the other city, you'll be like, yeah. oh, what are they doing? You, you don't get rubberneck at yeah. all. You're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like another yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean by the city of of Los Angeles to me is such a film city. And everyone is a part of it. Directly or indirectly. Yeah. Um, That's almost like when you say back home in Houston, yeah. when you see the, you know, all, everybody, if you got on a white collar or a blue collar, you know that you're in the engineering or something like that. Correct. Or if you go down Correct. to the medical center, everybody's a nurse or a doctor or something. Correct. Yeah. No Correct. Doubt. Exactly. No doubt. So that's that. Then, and uh, the, something too to know is the independent game, the independent industry and uh, LA is coming up too. Like it's a whole thing yeah. for the independent filmmaker and all of that. Yeah. So um, you can make it to the Oscars with an independent film. I know that. So that's what's dope about LA also. Then you got the La La Land of it, the fantasy of it. Mm-hmm. The When you come out here, you think that the stars on Hollywood Boulevard is paved in gold mm-hmm. and it's not. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Boulevard is very actually dirty. Yeah. And once you've done it once, you don't need to do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I mean, I mean, shit, every time I go to New York, I, I got to go to Times Square. You know what I'm saying? I bet you it's a difference. Go. go. I wish you had a win today. Go to Hollywood Boulevard and okay. see if you feel the magic. 
There is none. Well, it's my first time here, so why would it? Why would? Why would it, it not be? Why would I not feel the magic the first time I got there? I mean, you're right. The first yeah. time I seen Michael Jackson on the star, I was like geeked, like yeah. oh Michael Jackson, because I love Michael Jackson. Yeah. But uh, second time I was there, I was like, oh, I'm over this. Yeah. Third time, I'm like, oh, why people, you know, keep visiting me? I have to keep going. Yeah. By the fourth time, I was like, y'all can go Uber. And meet me at this restaurant. Like I was done okay. with the crowd, with the dirtiness, with it's just too much. Okay. And LA is already too much as a grind, mm. which brings me to the third point, to where you don't want to deal with the touristy stuff. Yeah. Cause it's it's a little fake. Mm. It's not what's real in LA and what LA really, really is about, you know? Okay. So okay. to the third point. Okay. The city itself promotes a grind, maybe like New York. It promotes a grind that if you want to make it, you have to almost be doggy dog or so willing to be to sleep in your car or let's leave it at that stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people leave there. There's a report that so many thousands of people leave every month from from L.A. It's it's crazy. Um. And you just got to be on your toes and you got to know the game and you got to know if you didn't know that people are evil, then you would know it living here. Yeah. You would know it quick. So some of those things, like you got to know the city, you got to know. I think Houston is a city of singles in some ways. At least when I was there, I felt that. Mm. When you say that singles, what do you mean? A single city. Like a lot of majority of people are single in the inner, in the city. You know what I mean? Okay. Not the outskirts. Okay. Okay. LA, I feel like is a lonely city. Lonely city. It's a very lonely city Mm. with friends, with relationships, um, and I don't know what it is, but a lot of people would agree with me, and we have tried to dissect it, and we're like, oh, maybe because it's another pretty girl around the corner. Like, oh, I don't want to settle for her because there's going to be another pretty girl that may be even prettier. Some people have that theory. Some people just don't want to commit because they're so on the grind, and they don't want to get off course. Mm. You know, I don't know what it is, but... That's that's the other part of LA that people really don't talk about. So relationships hold you back out here if you're on the ground. Some people believe so. Some yeah. people really do believe so. But studies have shown that especially men do better in relationships. Out here. Period. Studies show that men do better with someone. They go further oh, with someone in a relationship. Because I was gonna say why does, why does that matter if we're talking about LA? I was going to say, why does that matter? Why does that matter? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but, you say, but, but just period. Just period. But somehow people in L.A. don't believe that. Okay. But it, it's true. For men, for sure, studies show that they go further career-wise career and maybe personal personal uh, development-wise also with a woman. Okay. And they live longer in relationships. Look it up. I got to be honest. I'm sitting here um, next to you, and I, I really can't believe... That um, that I'm here in California because for me I never thought I'd come out here. Why though? Because uh, you know, I'm, I'm under the pretense that I can make it from Houston, you especially can. being an independent, especially having that drive to create on my own. I can make it from Houston, and then when I make it, it won't matter. I just take a flight to wherever. So if I was going anywhere outside of Houston, it was probably be probably be New York. Yeah, you know what I'm saying or um. I've been to Chicago a few times. I've been to Atlanta. I lived in Florida for a minute. Yeah. I love Atlanta. And uh, 
I love Florida too, though. And so this is my first time here. So I'm kind of like, hey, this is my first time um, in another city. Yeah. And um, renting a vehicle to right. be able to move around. Everything is far, isn't it? It's like Houston. It's like you Houston. You got to have a car in Houston. You got to have a car. No doubt. Dallas, too. That's no why doubt. I fit no in. Doubt. Like, it's yeah. nothing to me. Yeah. It ain't. I'm used to driving. Yeah. But you can make it from any city. No doubt. One thousand percent. The only thing about living in L.A., though, mm-hmm. if I was in Houston, I may audition maybe twice a month, right? Mm. Here, I'm auditioning twice a week. That's 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 key. Yeah. The opportunity <laughs> As an actor That's key That's key The opportunity is far greater the, All the studios are here Aside from the Tyler Perry studio Yeah Studios are here Yeah I mean People go to Toronto And film People go Other places to film But the studio Though itself Like To get that audition There It's here Yeah it's So still so, Okay Okay you, you, you Listen I can tell This episode's already Gonna be a long one I know right <laughs> uh, I can tell Look I got a new I got a new SD card and it won't be you no ready? more it won't be no more cutting out and 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 the visual from the from the mm-hmm. episode is gone so I got to put stills in there and y'all it's better listen be, to the whole thing I hope so and listen riding to work riding home from work no chilling. doubt no doubt no yes. doubt cuz I I got to remember so have you you've named all three points mm-hmm. okay okay um what do I want to go next um so is LA home for you LA has never felt like home which is crazy I'm not sure if L.A. is home. And you've been here for how long? I've been here seven years. Jesus Christ. It flew by. It seems like seven months. Yeah. It flew by. It's crazy. I think anytime, and, and this, you know, I, I thought to say this on the podcast, you know, I went to get, it's L.A., my yeah. first time here. I don't know if it's my first time and last time this year. <laughs> I know it's my first time this year, but. Yeah. Um, it's your first time ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought to myself, I was like. I'm I'm kind of getting the hang of it. Yeah. In terms of like which way to go because I'm in the car and I don't have to deal with subways and all of that. And then I got lost. So I thought uh. to ask you, I thought to ask you, uh, is it home and do you ever still get like uh, lost where you got to use your GPS and stuff? To be honest, no, it's not home. And I don't know if it feels like not home because I don't know if home to me feels like... Oh, once I have a you know a husband and children and things like that, maybe it'll I'll feel more like a home vibe. So I don't feel at home in that way or as a single. I just don't feel at home. I don't know what that is, but I'm here for a purpose. No doubt. I'm not here to get comfortable. Oh, okay. So I don't need it to feel like home. Okay. But second point, no, I don't um, use my GPS. Okay. My first two years, I made myself get lost. I made myself figure it out without um, a GPS. I learned the streets. Damn. Yeah. So I can get anywhere from San Diego all the way to San Francisco without a GPS. Damn. Hmm? I made Damn. myself. That and was... I figured out LA is on a grid. So it's kind of easy. That, that's the realest shit I've ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> We're part of it. That... <laughs> That is the realest shit I've ever heard. Listen, I'm, I don't normally cuss on this because I teach high school and I want my kids to be able to watch this in front of their parents. But yes. I got to let you know, man, as I look into the camera, that is the realest shit I've ever heard. Re- literally. You made yourself get lost so that you would you would just... Figure it out. Yeah. 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 And that's part of the mentality you have to have in yeah. L.A. So take us into a studio. What does that look like? Is it, is it everything, fa- my, is it everything ooh, that I've ever... I don't want to say my favorite studio. 
Is it everything Everything that I've ever Dreamed of You can do a studio tour While you're out here Okay Yeah I don't know if you No you leave time. too early I don't have time Well it would be not Next time you come See you gotta spend A little bit more time Yeah I'll take you around I'll show yeah. you I Okay no doubt I, I, I strictly came out here for, for To get busy Part, Thank you I love that To get to work So okay So take you into a studio Um, It's massive Okay You How have How many acres we talking I'm not good with acres Okay, so so let's remember, say let's say a couple of high schools can fit in there. Okay. So, um, you you there's different sides of a studio too. You have the strictly business executive side where okay. all the offices are. Okay. Then you have the studio side, which most people think of that has the sets. Okay. And that has um so like some studios like the Warner Brothers studios they have a whole New York set up where you walking uh, through and you just feel like you in New York. Okay. You know, everything they shoot is there. And then they have iconic parts of the set where it, uh, iconic film was shot there and they don't touch mm. it. Things like that. Um, then you, normal business stuff. They have restaurants. They have uh, the Sony studio has Froyo, frozen okay. yogurt. Love it. Okay. Um, yeah. So what, what else am I missing? You definitely need a go-kart to get around it. And okay. if you walk, it's a hike. It's an exercise. Okay. Um, but normally when you walk onto a set, you know where you're going. You park in a certain parking lot, which will be, you'll get the email. Okay. And you'll get which parking lot to park at because mm-hmm. it's going to be the closest one to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. And then um, you check in with the security. You, they, you don't have to pay for parking, which is great because in L.A. you pay for parking everywhere. Some grocery stores you have to pay for parking, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, um, you go in, you go where you need to go. Yeah. You can hang out and then leave. I I I, I experienced for the first time that parking today. Pull yeah. the phone out. Pull the phone out when I went to Best Buy to get the computer to get the the SD drive and pull the phone out to put the timer because I didn't want to go over that hour <laughs> that I got for free. Right. I'm telling you, it's real. <laughs> I don't get so many parking tickets here. It's ridiculous. I don't mm. even like Koreatown because that's where I got most of my parking tickets. Mm. Mm, Koreatown. K-Town. Okay. So I have t- the best Korean barbecue there, even though I don't eat meat anymore. How was that? How was... I love it. Okay. You know, I don't follow the Dr. Sabi diet, even Dr. though... Dr. Sebi. Se- I thought it was Sabi. Sebi, they say. Okay, well, Sabi. Now I'm just laying. Okay. Dr. Sebi. Um, I don't follow that diet, but I try to get close to it. I do what's good for my body, but no meat. Um, I started off pescatarian, so no fish. Okay. Well, first I no, cut no, out no, chicken. No, 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 You started off pescatarian, which is all fish. No all meat. fish, yeah, yeah, all fish, no meat. Okay. So I started off no chicken, and then from that, uh, after that, I went only uh, veg- vegetables, fruit, and fish. Now I'm at a phase, and this has been a span of like maybe four or five years. Yeah. And now I'm at a phase where I'm vegetarian. That was all for two years, and now I'm kind of itching towards plant-based where I'm doing no animal products whatsoever. Like, I still don't eat cheese. I don't eat, I don't drink milk. I don't do any products directly. If I'm eating an animal product, it's in a cookie or yogurt or mm-hmm. it's in something, you know, in a pancake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the phase I am now. And pretty soon I'll be plant-based. That's the journey I'm going to. Does it and help, I feel great. Does it help you, like, stay in shape? Do you feel that I feel lighter I feel And and more And it's more of a Spiritual conscious thing too For me Like when I When I fast For the first time And I continue to fast Throughout my life 
I got um, a sense of clarity and vision okay. and things like that. So my way of eating is also my spiritual and me honoring my body. Okay. So I honor, that's one of the ways I honor my body with movement and with feeding it the best foods that I have available to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm in Cali for the first time. I'm, I'm kind of just like... <laughs> Not to say that I have anything against meat eaters. Okay. No. And I don't feel like everyone should be. A vegetarian, a vegan, or uh, plant-based. I don't feel like that. I feel like do what's right for you, for your blood type, for whatever you got going on. Do what's right for you. My wife and I uh, embarked on a detoxing um, diet. And you you had some clarity, didn't you? After you got over the struggle. It was the most emotional thing I've ever done in my life. I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was was heavy. like, Like when I thought about the purpose of why I was doing it, yeah. It took me to that point where I would just, you know, I would, it, I, I just wish there was a camera there because if it was a camera there, then I would have won an Oscar. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. That's how, like, you know, you know that, you know that tear <laughs> that actors, that actors yeah. get, like that one tear. I'm telling you, let me look. Let me take the gloves off, man. Take the gloves off. We in California, Houston, you know, Texas. We we out here. Go, look. Let's go. My son passed in June. Yeah, I heard about that on the podcast. And just to stop you, I just, my heart went out to you in so many ways. Yeah. I was, I, I stopped your podcast and I just started praying. Mm. And I also, it like kind of makes me emotional now. I just feel like you have such strength to share that and to um, bear your heart and your pain in front of mm. all of us. Through your voice. I'm be honest. Uh, I'm be honest. While I, let me cut you off because I, before that I never would have done that. Yeah. I would have cut and been like, uh, put a still there. Yeah. And then just come back and just been like, I would have punched in. Yeah. I would have, you know, I would have cut. But you know, when I said I didn't even know I was gonna go there emotionally, but I knew that this is what happened. I got back and I was like, I don't want to let the stench of New York leave me yeah. just yet. Yeah. I want to record right now because when I went out there, all I was thinking about was everything was pouring in. Creativity was pouring in. Yeah. So I, every day I would go to the rooftop in Queens and I would I would write, 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 write poetry. I would write um, shorts. Okay. We may need to hear poetry, a oh, poem Lord. from you. I'd have to read it. I don't have anything written down. That's fine. Let's do it. You read one, you, I read one. Okay, no doubt. Oh shit! Listen, we finna. <laughs> listen, we finna. We finna. Yeah. This 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 episode finna be the one. It's finna be the one. I'm <laughs> and, telling you, live in Los but, Angeles. But um, um, yeah, it was just uh, you know, I got on that episode and I was like, I want to just give a reason for why yeah. we we went out there, and um, it was just man, you know. Yeah, my son passed in June, and, you know, it's a lot of things. I said I would never get a tattoo. I got a tattoo on yeah. him. Um, and I just feel like I was sitting, we were, me, my wife, my mother-in-law, we were at my brother-in-law's apartment, and I was looking, and I was like, I told my wife, when we when we were going to New York, I said, mm-hmm. we need to go to New York, and then we need to spin back around and come to L.A. Well, you know, bread sometimes get funny. Right. Cause you know, right? When you talk about one it. thing, I realized is I had to I had to tell myself you gotta relax. Yeah, I had to tell myself you had to relax because you you on you, this is not a vacation. You came out here to work, work, right? But you don't already drop bread <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? And so when you get back, you still gonna have bills to pay, right? right? So that was the notion, and and why we couldn't go to L. A. straight from New York, right? Yeah. So I was sitting on a on at, at poolside, 
And I was looking at my phone. I was like, I got to go to New York. I got to go to New York. I got, I'm sorry. I got to go to L.A. I got to go to L.A. And I just bought the ticket. Boom. Like this. Really? And so I bought a ticket. I bought a ticket there. And I bought a ticket coming back. And I said, okay, now that I'm in L.A., I'm not going to sightsee. Yeah. I'm going to get people on the podcast, right? I forget where I was going with that point. Which I respect. But wait, let me... Go ahead. Finish off what you were saying. I'm sorry. No, I just want to I want to ask a question. Does your wife love uh, New York? No. So this is funny. Uh, I heard Will Smith talk about how certain cities, like, it's, it feels like you're... The city and you are, like, mm. one, right? Mm. He said that's his Miami. Mm. But Jada don't like Miami. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, but when he's in Miami, he feels like that's him. But mm-hmm. when he said that, I was like, what's my city? I don't mm-hmm. been to, I don't been to over. Well, I don't been to thirty different states in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't found my city. I, I haven't found that feeling. But it seems like you have that feeling with New York. Yeah, that creative. That yeah. When I, whenever I go there, I good. just feel inspired. Mm-hmm. You I should. Feel, you I have feel. to go. You have to make yourself go at least minimum once a year. Mm-hmm. Minimum, you have to. You owe it to yourself. I feel inspired. I feel motivated. Yeah. You know, I still feel like I remember flying over New York, JFK, and I remember looking down at the city and just writing. You know, I I got out there and I wrote a little book that I told Monique that I wrote. And yeah. it was 55,000. I didn't even finish it. Right. So I just, you know, just that's aside from the point. You were saying, what were you saying before all of this? I don't know what we were saying. Okay. Um, you talked about studios. You talked about the three. Uh, you've been out here for seven years. You talked about it's a few crazy. things. So, um, yeah, you know, in preparation for the podcast, right, and in preparation to uh, bring it together, when I when we tried to set up earlier, you said you mentioned the word creativity, mm-hmm. creative, mm-hmm. and that's when I knew that this podcast was going to be the one. Mm-hmm. How do you think that uh, outside of, you know, the like going to audition and and getting those rejections and going to audition and still still staying on the ground? How do you think that you have um, marketed or have, you've opened up boss wise? Good question. So when I think of that boss wise and being more than an actress, okay. being more than an actress, being a boss, meaning owning things. Okay. And so I save owning things. I save that to the last question. What's next? But okay, no, um, doubt. no doubt. Save that. Save, save that. it. Yeah. Okay. So I wrote a children's book. Did you wrote a children's book? Okay. Um, I have my own podcast. No doubt. I write my own scripts. Okay. I put on through woven colors. I put on a um, event for filmmakers to come show their work. Okay. And uh, the last one, the last one we had was very successful. Uh, press was there; it was amazing. We were over capacity, sold out. It was just dope, and um, we're going to do it again because we've seen it's a need for independent people to just show their work amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Because we talk about sometimes uh, networking laterally. Yeah. And not ver- voc- uh, vertically. vertically. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes we have to not just network up her- horizontally, but uh, network for who's on the side of you. Yeah. Who's who's on the side of you having the same grind. And I think Issa Rae was maybe the first one that is like popular to say that 
or to put it into terms like that, but that was definitely what my event was about. All of us that have come together, some people were on networks already. Some people were trying to get there. Some people were writers. Some people were directors. We even had um, sound coordinators there. Um, And it was amazing. So we saw the need for that, and we're going to do it again. Just my business partner, she's a little sick. So if anybody in L.A. is listening to that, we're going to get back on it. She's just sick, and we're waiting for her to recover. So uh, prayers up for her and uh, send her speedingly recovery. Um, but yeah, so do all of that. I do. I for me, what boss up means and what creativity means to me is do everything you can on your level. Okay. On the level you're on, do everything you can and let God handle the rest. Okay. Then on the next level, do everything you can, everything you can. I mean, from the way you eat, the way you work out, the, whatever it is, if you're going to be in front of the camera, make sure your skin or whatever you need to take care of. If you want to be an actor and you feel like you want to learn jujitsu or karate or something, because you feel like that will make you more marketable and give you an edge. Do everything you can on your level. If it's taking extra writing classes so you're an actor and a writer, whatever it is, do it. And at any point you get to jump a level, do not hesitate. Jump. And there's King Solomon uh, talks about toiling in a day and a night. You never know which one is going to take off. Mm. So on your level, you be acting, but also writing. If you ain't acting right, if you ain't acting, be in a singing class. If you're not acting, uh, go shadow somebody in a casting room and be Mm. their casting assistant and Mm. get to see the people who's auditioning so you can learn from them. Mm. And you never know which hand or which toil will get you there. Okay. And that's what that's what a boss means to me, knowing everything you can do on on your level and owning your own shit. Mm, owning your own shit, that's branding key. yourself, branding yourself and owning your own shit. If ketchup uh can have Heinz, you can have still visionary. Mm. If uh Sony Pictures exists, Twin Productions can exist. That's 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 your joint Twin Productions. Mm-hmm. Twin okay. Productions. Okay. So Why I mean, you, you, you don't have a handle that's, for that's that? gonna be the next. That's gonna be the okay. what's next. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So I'm I'm serious. Own your own stuff. You're even as an actress. If you just have your production company, and you don't plan on making any films. When you're able to. Um, Give a quote. So that means you're at a position where you have a quote and anybody that wants you is going to pay that quote. Mm. Like it's not a negotiation. Okay. It's like not Denzel. a... Right. Denzel has a quote. Right. Will has a quote. Right. The top A-list actors got yeah. quotes. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan has a quote. Of course. You know. You know uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. That. Exactly. You hit Marvel. You got So now Lathan may actually... Exactly. May actually have a quote too, I believe. You know, so it just depends. Mm. And um, Taraji P. Henson talks about Tyler Perry. After her film with him, that gave her her quote. Yeah. So... After- I would think that she had one over, over Sinai. Yeah, she definitely. Oh, she definitely does. For sure. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm trying to think of the a big film that would have gave Sanai her quote. But she ain't got that. I don't think she got it. She ain't got that. Damn. But anyway. In the '90s, maybe. Well, but early she would still have it. She would still have it then. Okay. But you you never know because uh, what's her name? Did it Pretty Woman? My favorite. One of my Julia favorite. Julia Roberts. Women. Julia Roberts, who's just such beautiful. She's beautiful. You just look at her. She you know, like she's, Denzel. She's beautiful to watch. To me. You know what I mean? She is like Denzel and, and, and she doesn't get enough respect in my opinion, but she's just one of my favorites. You know, but, her, Denzel, Will, Will, certain cases, Tom Cruise yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Matt Damon. Uh, first of all, uh, go ahead. 
Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. I knew you was about to say yeah, that. They, Leo they, is the man. They walk in and, and you know. You, you automatically know. know. You know. So, yeah. So, so uh, Julia Roberts came. She had a dry spell. And it's not probably not a dry spell to her. She was probably mm-hmm. living her life. And then she came back and I think she still was at her mm-hmm. quote. You know? So, but... um. So anyway, my point is, if even if you don't plan on doing anything with your production company, which I do, still have it. So when you're at your quote, your production company can also be a part of that film, and you're making money on the back end. Mm. You're not just an actor getting your lump sum of, sum of money. Well, when that film makes billions, you also get some on the back end. Mm. Because some people in Black Panther got their, what, two, three million, and that was it, and why they made billions. Mm. So you got to be smart about it and you got to own I'm going to add an air horn um, to that nugget you dropped. Jesus Christ. Um, so th- that brings me to this, okay? Let's take it back to Texas, mm-hmm. okay? Okay? That's home for you. Yeah. It might not be home, in this, but that's home. But that's okay? home. You went to college a, in Texas. I, you graduated I grew, from Texas. You graduated from high, high school, school in Texas. Middle school. So let's say that a girl that has the same journey as you comes from DeSoto and goes to... She ain't got to go to U of A. She can, may, have, may have come from DeSoto. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. And she goes to Rice or she goes to TSU. She goes to PV. And then she decides to uh, become an actress. What advice are you going to impart of her on... What are you? What are you gonna give her? What are you gonna tell her to do? Um, and she's coming to LA, right? Well, well, she wants to be an actress, and and she's just like, what do I do next? It's two different advices. Um, I would give to someone coming to LA and to someone acting in their okay. in their major city, in their yeah their their city. Um, so to some anyone that girl that's like me, okay, um, coming from where she comes from or anywhere, I would say. Um, Practically, step one is get your headshots. Okay. Uh, if you can't get a reel, go to some of the colleges, their film schools, and be in their films because their equipment normally is good. Oh, yeah. And you can contact their dean if you don't get your footage, and they'll give you your footage. Okay. Some independent films in L.A., oh, for sure. you just don't get your footage. Yeah, or for they, sure. they they cut the project for some reason, and mm. you've done all this work, and you've put so much into something that you just can't show no one. That's just went to shit. But if you do, and you're first starting off, go to, um, I would say, go to a college, film school, be in, some, be in some of their films, two or three, get your reel together. So you have your headshot, you have your reels. And then market yourself online. Have all the platforms. So you can have LA casting. You can have Actors Access. Mm. You can have uh, Acting Frontier. Put yourself on these platforms. And you do get the last of the acting work. Mm. Um, but still, it's acting work. Mm. Still, it puts I mean, you in the game. It puts you in the game, and you're working. If you want to act, you must act. Get into plays. Mm. Go, go to your local theaters. Get into plays. If you want to act, act. The greatest acting advice I've ever heard was keep acting. Mm. Simple as that. Keep acting. God damn. And now, somebody that <laughs> wants to come to LA, Shit! I would say do all of what I just said and get your mind right. Get your mind right for Get what? your mind right because LA will show you what you're made of. Mm. You're not here to play mm. and the city ain't going to play with you. So get your mind right and have, for me, what helps is I have things I say to myself every night. I have um, motivational videos at at my fingertips that if I'm having a day or something, I have an audition and sometimes you just don't 
feel like freaking going. Mm. You're just in that mood. Maybe you can't pay your bills and you don't know what to do and you got to go in here and it's a Nickelodeon audition. Mm. You better have that motivational video. You better have that acting clip of your favorite actor that gets you in that mood and go in there and kill it. This is the things that people don't tell you you have to do. The battle of the mind is real in L.A. Mm. What song's on your mind right now? What song's on my mind? Uh, there's this song by Dolly Parton, okay. <laughs> and it's called Try. Try. And she says, you'll never know if you don't try. Okay. And it's Try. Y'all should listen to it. It's really good. I'm gonna, Dolly Parton, shout out. I'm going to go with, uh, I was writing poetry the other day, and I put on Facebook, I kissed my... Um, I kissed a picture of my son and I said, the next time I, I'm grateful for the, I forget the words, but I'm grateful that my wife told me that you need to hold him one time. Because I didn't know that that would, that in the end would, would have been the last time that I would ever get to hold him or see him yeah. in June. But um, I've been writing poetry and I, I, I'm going to go with uh, Anthony Hamilton. Um, I used to love someone. Yeah. And then song. when I was listening to, um, Stories and, and poems. Okay. <laughs> which we'll get into in a few. I um which is my podcast. I thought I thought about Nas Book of Rhymes. You love Nas. Of course. Hey, greatest rapper alive. I'm a I'm I'm a Tupac. <laughs> Listen. I'm a Tupac fan, but you know, I have to agree with you. Nas has some stuff. Yeah, man. That it had Nas has some stuff. I, I love his have you heard him and uh Damian Marley? Who you talking to? Oh, all right. You, you Who talk, am I talking you to? You cannot be talking to me about so, that. Most people have not heard this album, and I fucking love that album. I mean, sorry. No, 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 no. You're fine. Album. You're fine. Okay. I'm a Nas head. Yeah. I'm so a you Nas didn't miss head. it. You, you, that didn't, you didn't miss that one. No, I didn't. Like other people. I didn't, I didn't miss that album. I didn't. I thought that, that was, was going to be five mics, but, you know, it, yeah. the source ain't what it used to be. So um, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, um, so... They got what they call like for like, follow okay. for follow, okay. subscribe for subscribe. Okay. Right? Uh, I got a subscription from you the other day on yes. SoundCloud. Yes. Right. And 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 I don't want to make it seem like I wasn't following you because, quite frankly, your your Instagram paints a picture of LA like, damn, she done made it. Yeah. Well, sometimes we your were... pictures your pictures on LA, I, I look at them. And because I'm a married man, some certain pictures I can't like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's with all that. women. I respect that. But certain pictures I look at, I'm just like, damn, is that L.A. for real? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, you make L.A. look so lavish. That's for, crazy you say that. And I feel Texas. like I barely pose. You make L.A., and that might be some of the nostalgia behind it. You make yeah. L.A. look lavish, right? And so, um, what was I saying? The like for like, subscribe, you gotta... Yeah, so so you uh, subscribe to me on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and I subscribe to you on SoundCloud as well. But I remember when you said some, you posted something on, on Instagram, and, mm-hmm. I, and I hit you in the comments, and I was like, what's the name? Where's the link? Where can I listen to it? I listened to it for the first time, right? Yeah. And then I get sidetracked, so I stopped listening to it, but I listened to a majority of it. Okay. I come back and I listen to it today. Okay. And I fall in love with a piece that I want you to recite on here. Okay. Okay. I fall in love with Sin, a.k.a. Cynthia. Cynthia. Okay. So I want you to recite that piece. Okay. And then I want you to tell us the story behind stories and poems. 
All right, cool. Okay. Do I can I play it? Do I I have to recite it? Do you have the audio? I do. Okay. Okay. What you want to do? If you have the audio, if you have the audio, I can I can. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Houston, Texas. We're gonna play the audio and then we'll talk about it. You're now watching and listening to episode 28. We're out here in Los Angeles, California, and I'm here with my homie Asia Munns. Yes. Okay. We'll be right back. Peace and blessings. So, uh, listen, we. This is a part about being a boss, like you were talking about earlier. Yeah. We get to do what we want to do. Okay. That's we were right. gonna we were gonna play the audio, the 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 audio clip about it, but since um she's here and I'm here in LA, we can go ahead and get the, the live version. Okay. So you get ready to um recite a poem. Yeah. That and then I'm gonna get something that I wrote. Um You'll find that. Yeah, okay, I'll find perfect. that. Ready? Go ahead. I'm what you call an around-the-way girl. My name is Sin, short for Cynthia. I guess Cynthia was just too complicated, so I'm Sin. I'm probably the only around-the-way girl that hates that title. It doesn't give me the street cred that other people feel it does. It doesn't hold any value, the -the around-the-way girl. It doesn't build my confidence. It doesn't show people that I'm real in these streets. All it does is remind me that I was born out of an affair. You see, my mother, she didn't have any options. She could have went to college, sold drugs, or fucked a rich man. Those were the only three options my mom thought she had. Now, since she had a 2.0 grade average in high school, college wasn't the option. I mean, she could have taken the SAT or ACT or whatever you need to get into college. You see, I don't know because I'm a product of my environment. I, too, am my mother's child. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because I didn't go to college either, as you know. But, you know, my mother's story is all too similar. The other option she could have had was selling drugs. And my mom, she just isn't the carrying a gun, rolling up on somebody type. So that left her with the only other option, fucking a rich man, which led her into the only black-owned convenience store in our neighborhood. Mr. Charles was his name. That's what all the people called him. He had this dark reddish skin, good grade of hair, married, of course. My mom made her way into that store every day, something tight on, and he bit. I'm guessing it was good enough for him not to pull out because here I am. Now you see I'm a product of my environment. You see where I come from. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but all I know is I want something different. I want to be somebody else other than my mother. I have no clue what that is or what it even means for my future, but I don't know where to go or who to turn to. But all I know is this lifestyle ain't for me. You see, I find myself pregnant. And after six attempts of trying to get this thing aborted, I decided to keep it. Not because I didn't love this thing or because it would mess up my life, but because simply I didn't want to be around the way girl. I'm running. I'm running from something others feel give them street cred and makes them have an S on their chest. 
I feel like they feel like they have the strength that no other person on this planet feels or even understands this strength of this environment. It gives people superpowers, that power I'm running from. So I take a beat and I run. I'm running nowhere because I don't know what to do. A day in the city. The ferry sailed in and out of view from the symbol of opportunity. Depending on the power of the wind, maps read JCNJ. In 15 minutes, I went from county to county like Jersey townships. 6-2 Ebo kid from the state of friendships. And if I had it my way, I'd be jumping from line to line like the EEG machine. A minimum of two times for the four quarters and 365 days of a six uh, of a six calendar year. The American dream for people born anywhere outside of the 50 states, PR, and the U.S. territories, including the Virgin Islands, the melting pot for many flavors that make up that Empire State gumbo. The city that never sleeps because everyone is always on the go. The Big Apple for those from the five boroughs. The city so nice they had to name it twice every time I touched down. That's my first thought. Metropolis or Gotham equals foreign Foreigner versus homegrown. Either way, you provided, you provided a home for the dreamer, the hustler, the immigrant, the creative, even the native, because they don't realize what they have. Now I'm a, oh, okay. I'm from where they have more owned vehicles than yellow cabs. On second thought, how could they not know what they have and still not move? But, you know, that, that was just in the works. Okay. That was in the works. That was in the works. So... So, listen, this is not about me. This is more about you. It's about us. Come on. Okay. Why? Where do stories and poems come from? So, I actually created it just because if I'm not, uh, if not, if I'm not being a creative and if I'm not in that creative space, I'm not happy. Okay. It's like a fish out of water. It doesn't survive. Okay. So in the down times when I'm not auditioning or working on a project, I needed something to do. Okay. So it was as simple as that. And also, I wanted to work on my storytelling skills and just work on my skills of just expressing myself and letting it be. So when I norm- when I write poetry normally, it I take hours and I perfect it and I'm I'm like so crazy about how perfect it needs to be. Mm. And my scripts, I'm sending it and I'm writing. I, I go through draft after draft trying to get it perfect. And so with stories and poems, sometimes I I put out the first recording just to free myself of that energy that is great but also can be very destructive of perfection and of always having to get right. So uh, I do it for a lot of different reasons. One, to just express myself. Two, to challenge myself to record it in three minutes or less, with the exception of one, Um, to tell a story in three minutes or less and add a poem to it. So that's my challenge, just a personal challenge, just because I can because I'm a boss. And uh, three, to make me a better filmmaker. I don't know if I said that. Uh, Just to tell stories and to to see uh, what sticks, to see what people gravitate towards, to see what people love. And a lot of people actually love seeing. So that's why I do it, to be creative and, and to have an expression. And also, we're living in a time no other person before people before us had the ability 
to create their own podcast and put it out themselves. My mom couldn't do that. The technology wasn't there. Mm. My grandmother couldn't do it. Mm. We're living in a blessed time. Why not take advantage of that? Well, I would disagree only because of the fact that Nas said no idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. I only re- disagree because... I mean, because that's true. There is it. no idea. No, no... Uh, no there's ideas no, original. No ideas original, and there's nothing new under the sun. That's for sure. Because mm-hmm. I mean, each e, the ancient Egypt, uh, all these hieroglyphs. They, they think about it in the pyramids and and the recordings of what they, who they were and what they did is in color. Okay. But we have to paint our houses every three years. So they figured out something clearly that we still don't know to this day, right? Mm-hmm. So, in comparison, there's always been something great in every generation but i disagree with you in our time literally my mom could not put something out like this she couldn't the technology wasn't available independent films are so popular now but i i mean there was people making independent films and there was always filmmakers out there but there wasn't a netflix to give all these people opportunities there wasn't that's a fact yeah, there wasn't that. There wasn't YouTube. Someone, you can put a film out on YouTube right now. And if your shit is that dope, then guess what? People will like it and watch it and share it. Mm. You know what I mean? We're living in a good time to be a filmmaker, I think. Mm. Now, do we still have struggles? Yeah. Mm. But I think so. Mm. And I have to be a part of that. Today is August the 31st. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this, you'll be listening to this on September 3rd. 2019. Yes. And we have 122 days left in the 2019 year. That's correct. Do I you watch the podcast so I, I don't do. I don't feel I have to preface on why I do that countdown or should I? No, don't. I already know what you're going to say. Okay. Do your listeners know? They know. They okay. should know. They, they should know the, at this point. And that's why that's why I do the new intro for the new listeners okay. coming up, you know what Perfect. I'm saying? Um but what do you hope to attain in um the next 122 days? So is this my what's next? No, it's not. It's I can't not. wait for that. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> Kelly, what up? What up? <laughs> what I hope to accomplish is to produce my two short films. What I hope to accomplish is to um, keep my holistic sanity with my mental health, mm. with spiritual health, mm. with relationships, with friendships, with my family, have all those, because that's important to me, have all those relationships, you know, and have all those lives, you know, my life with my family, my life with this, have the, all those at performing at its optical peak that's possible at the moment, because no that's important, no uh, to wake up and be happy. It's simple to like wake up and want to be living and to be grateful to be on the earth. Okay. You know what I mean? It's as yeah. simple as that. That's what I want. But yeah, but I I, I will uh, produce my two short films. Okay. I guess it's kind of. Um, I remember when I texted you about this. Uh, I want to say maybe six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. I got a short film mm-hmm. that I wrote entitled Carousel. Actually, Carousel. Gr- yeah. Mm-hmm. The girl who's gonna be the I I would say the writer yeah. who moved from. She went to U of H too. Yeah. But she moved out here. Yeah. To L.A. She edited it for me. And I remember hitting you with it. I would come out here and film it out here. Bring the equipment if you would be in it. I'm th- Listen, I'm there. 
I do doubt. it. No doubt. I do it for oh, sure. No doubt. No doubt. So uh, I'm gonna tell get me it. when I do it. No doubt. I got you. It might be. Uh, we could. We could probably get it in. We rehearse. Rehearse over the phone. We probably yeah. get it in a weekend. Yeah, over Skype, over we got rehearse, FaceTime, yeah, we're rehearsed. Technology, technology, so crazy. Technology, man. so crazy. I got you. I'm there. I'm done. No That's doubt. done. No doubt. Oh, but I got what's ne- when when it comes to like the, the rest of the year. I got so much. Okay. Because I, I was gonna, gonna say, say next week. I was gonna say don't. I, ain't I was gonna, gonna say, say what's next. I ain't gonna but, say okay. Okay. Cool. But the rest of the year is so much stuff. I'm I'm the type of person that I know what role I'm gonna play at 80. Okay. I know at 35 what I want to do. Okay. Like if uh, around forty two, I want to do a raisin in the sun. Okay, you okay. know um, that would be a, that's one of those pieces pieces that are timeless. Timeless, man. You know what I'm saying Rashid uh, uh, Felicia Rashad was in it. I know. Shout out to Lorraine Hansberry is the writer, and um, um, she got it from the poem Langston Hughes poem. Mm. You know, a raisin in the sun. Mm. I mean, shout out to them. I, I it just touched me, and I love it. It's one of my favorites. I, I own the book. And I own his poem. Mm. So I just, so I'm that type of person where I know what I want to do. Now, I'm not, if I do it at 43 and not 42, I don't care okay. as long as I'm doing it. Okay. You know what I mean? But that's just what I have planned for myself. So the rest of the year is like so strategic for me. As a creative, talking to a creative, I want you to know this. Um, whenever you do anything, mm-hmm. all you got to do is email it to me. And that's I'm going to post it. I'm going to share it. I'm gonna watch it first and inter- internalize it, right? <laughs> yeah. And regardless if it's good or bad, yeah, I'm going because how I might feel about it is different from how somebody else might feel right. about it. Correct. You know Correct. But I we want- do we do take in things based on our own paradigm. Yeah. So, and yeah. I think that might be my my one true gift. Yeah. Is uh being able to support people how they need it. I'm glad you recognize that because it could be. Yeah, I That's think amazing. That, I think that might be, you know. Because listen, my, my if thing. I was to come to you and say, um, I want to do a film in Houston, who are the film? I could come to you and say, who's filmmaking? Who's doing this? No and because of your podcast, you wouldn't know. No doubt. You know what I mean? I know who. You, if, you could connect. If I wasn't going to do it, because I, selfishly, I would say me. But I, and, you after, know. after the experience with my boy, I know now that, listen, if I'm not the best at that. Right. If I'm not the best at it. Then I'm gonna have to defer to somebody else. Exactly. Who's gonna hold you down? Exactly. Because but the thing me, is, you were, even if I said who who can we get on grip on sound or who do you know that this? If you don't know them directly, I'm sure you can reach out and yeah. say, you know what I mean? Or or I would I would do that. Or you would do on that. GP. Which I love it. And and for me, uh, like I was gonna say a second ago, for me, starting with me, I got to be the best at whatever I do. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't I can't just be around and just doing things for the hell of it. I yeah. got to be the best at it. It 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 it's something that resonated with me after my experience with my boy and I just got to be the best at whatever I do. Mm-hmm. If I don't if I'm not the best then then I need to be counseled. I agree and with that. Talked to and um wholeheartedly agree with that. I feel it. I feel the same way. So August the 31st, 2019, what's what's there to do tonight? So, what's there to do tonight? Yeah. You know I ain't on a party scene like that no, no doubt, more. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, let me tell you what you need to do. Since you like to ask the question, okay. what you listening to, okay. I'm going to ask you the question, what, what are you reading? What am That's I reading? That's what you can do tonight. What are you reading? Mm, I'm supposed to be reading... Um, 
Actually, rest in peace to Toni Morrison. I'm supposed to be oh, reading. Oh yeah. I'm supposed to be reading the book to uh, the book um, um, between the world and me. Okay, I haven't read that one. I'm supposed to be reading that one. It was it wasn't by her, okay. but she co-signed it. Co- right, right. To right. a point where it was just like she said. I think and and don't quote me, but she said that the world needs to. I don't. Let me. I don't know what she said. Yeah. But she said something on the front cover that that's there. That's like. And I was yo, like, yo, she's vouching for it. What she said was so re- um so prevalent and so relevant that when when somebody has said rest in peace to Toni Morrison on a podcast I listened to on Joe Budden's podcast I listened mm-hmm. to I was like it automatically connected with me I was like oh that's the lady that wrote on his book right they wrote on this book so so that's how um I'm but for me I'm supposed to be reading that book I'm actually reading a a video uh, production book as mm-hmm. well I'm supposed to be reading that as well. And, good. Um, Do you remember the name, the title? No, but my homegirl, shout out to Takara uh, Taylor. She gave it to me. Okay. Takara Taylor is one of those staples in my career uh-huh. who I told um, when I make it, mm-hmm. you know, I got to get that 10% to the Lord. I'm going to give uh, 75%. I'm, I'm kind of embellishing right yeah. now. I give 75% to my wife. For, okay. Thank, shout out to the wife. She and, needs that. And because, Perks of being a wife. No doubt. And because we are one, I, yeah. I get to eat off that 75%. Of course. Too. But the other, let's just say that's, that's 10, 75, that's 85. The other 15% going to Takara. That's amazing. Shout out to this Takara that's blessed yeah, your life. Takara, like Takara that. Taylor, like, like I'm talking about somebody who's a writer, yeah. somebody who never questioned, like, um, what am I doing this for? She somebody just was always, like, I'm there. Somebody always knew that, listen, if I'm, I'm messing with John, John's going to put me in the best light possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to her, Team That's Ellie. amazing. Team Ellie, I call you it. You need shout those out to people her. in life. Oh, for in sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Have you ever heard of this book called Save the Cat? No. So it's a popular book in the L.A. filmmaking world for writers. Yeah. It's called Save the Cat. This is my continuing education. This is your continuing education? Which means that um, it's recorded. And mm-hmm. so when I put it out for the world, it'll be the I'm, I'm going to give you off. my copy so you can have it tonight. So you can read a little bit on the plane. Okay. I'm going to give you my copy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate you that. that. Mm-hmm. Listen, you got And also the, the, st- or the book called Story, that's good too for filmmakers. Okay. Story, yeah. But what I'm currently reading is, what am I currently reading? Oh, I... This is this what everybody says. It's a body language book mm-hmm. by this ex FBI agent, mm-hmm. and uh, body language is important to me as an actress. Mm-hmm. You know, not just your eyes and but body language. So to be able to read that and portray that is good. But I'm also reading uh, "Wake Up and Live" by Dorothea Brand. It's okay. good. It's an old school book, okay. spiritual book. One thing we didn't touch was this. Um, you had to do a short today. I did. Talk about that. And give so, me all the juice that you gave me off off camera. Okay. Okay. So it was uh, not necessarily a short, but a friend of mine, she has uh, a pitch that she's doing to a studio. Okay. And of course, I can't say with who okay, or how okay. and all that, but she had, okay. she's doing a pitch at a studio and she has her uh, pitch deck together. Okay. Some people call it a, uh, their Bible, but she has her pitch deck together and she's going the extra mile and she's recording a few things of what she's because she has her director's reel but she wants to show visually what this project could be you know and she wants to also show her skills so she's going in and she's her skills as a film as a filmmaker 
Okay. You know, she's a, a writer, but she also picks up the camera herself and directs and shoots it. You know what I mean? Um, so in L.A. and the independent world, you have to kind of do all things like I've learned how to produce just because I had to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to that producer credit I got on IMDb. Love that. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. But uh, yeah, so she and she asked me to be a part of it. And without question, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. I don't care if it's not paid. I don't care. Uh, you know, who's going to see this? Someone, someone I may be introduced to. Okay. You know what I mean? That doesn't know me. Who's okay. the actress you got okay. for this? You know? Um, so, yeah, that's what she's doing. That's what I shot today. Um, and that it, it was beautiful. We okay. Yeah. I was a little nervous because she sent me the lines late. Okay. Well, the new script late. And I liked that perfection thing and that excellence thing. And, you know, I'm kind of like, I got to be excellent. This is a representation of who I am. But... Um, I just did what I'm Meisner trained. Okay. So I just did what I do. You said you said that in um to be or, or not to be or not to be on, yeah. on stories stories and poems. Yeah, which what, you can what, find what was, what on was, Apple Podcasts. You can SoundCloud. find on SoundCloud on SoundCloud. What yeah. was the what was, you said your Meisner trained? What does that mean? So um, Meisner is uh, one of the fathers of acting techniques. So there's Stella, Stella Adler, there's Stanislavski, there's Meisner, there's, uh, ooh, I can't believe I can't think. There's a couple others, You right? know why you can't think? Why? Cause can't think because that weed is in the air. You're right. <laughs> this is L.A., and let me tell you something. We got the door open, and this weed is it's breathing Shit, through. I just, we, I, we having a little drink. I just, I just, we getting this little breeze. I just thought to myself, damn, that, that shit is strong. It's strong you know shit. Yeah, it's strong. yeah. Okay, but but yeah, so um he's uh before him there was no real real acting technique. Okay. You know, and there's another acting technique that's a method, okay. which means you embody the character 24/7, you go home with the character. Um and Denzel has said to be a method actor. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know if he claims that, but everyone puts that on him. Yeah, man, cuz oh man. Because he's phenomenal, okay? So anyway, uh, I have a Denzel story too. Yeah. But uh, wait. Oh, geez. Go so ahead. Go Meisner, ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go so, ahead. So uh, Meisner. So I, I went to a, a lot of acting classes in LA. Okay. Do you uh, Do you think that's paramount to do that out here? Acting class. Yeah. Why would you be in the Olympics and not train? Why would you be in the Olympics in the arena and not be training and not be practicing? Is that just for out here? Or just period. As an I actor? think. I think period. Okay. I think period. And if you want to be excellent and if you want to move to L.A. with credits of like these, um, don't let nobody tell you they're not important either. Credits of like, you know, community theaters and credits of like your short films and stuff. Don't let nobody tell you it's not important because it is. You have this on your resume and you have these credits, but you have you your study is blank. That's good that you've been working and that's commendable. And and I take my hat off to you. But to not study and practice your technique constantly, mm. I think it's a mistake. You're the second person that told me that. I think it's a mistake. Second, Shout out to my man, Bink. You're the second person that's told okay, me Okay, Bink. That. He was on the podcast? I don't think I heard yeah, that one. Episode 10. Okay, I'm going to go back. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So, so I meant... Went went to a lot of different acting classes, and uh, when I found John Ruskin mm-hmm. at the uh, the Meisner School in, in Santa Monica, it's called um, the Ruskin School, um, and he studied with 
Meisner himself. Mm. So not only study with him, he taught with him, all of it. You know, and if you call the neighborhood playhouse, they would tell you the only people we vouch for in L.A. because it's in New York is John Ruskin. So it was a bit, I didn't know all of this though. When I was entering into the school, somebody referred me and I was like, okay, go. So I'm just in and then I find out all of this knowledge that I didn't even know as an actor. It's like crazy. I didn't know about these techniques and the story about the neighborhood playhouse and all this stuff. But I heard the Stella Adler technique is cool too, though. I've never studied her technique. But anyway, so. I'm just in this acting class, and for the first time, I get permission to use my imagination. For the first time, I get permission to to not transform a script, but to be. Mm. To not read lines, but remember words and experiences. Mm. So when I read a script, I'm not reading lines. I'm reading memories. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was transformative to me, and I feel like... I am a better actor for it. Mm. And there's some work that I've done after Meisner, after my two years, I completed two years. Um, at the, whatever work that I have did before, I'm like, Ugh, don't look at that. Whatever I did after, even if it's terrible, I'm still proud of it. Mm. My goodness. There's so many gems mm -hmm. that you've bestowed on me personally. Mm hmm and I know that uh, some people won't make it to the end of this because attention span. I know. So you, what a you, pity you for have, them. Good, good for y'all that stuck through. But you know what? My man, Mike uh, Abijon, who did episode number 24, um, um, Big Boy Talk, mm -hmm. Business, Ownership, and Wealth, mm -hmm. he told me to um, break it down into clips. And I, when I watch people's podcasts, they do that. They do. So I, I, Sound I, I'm going to have different clips of this episode. Do it. Because then people will be listening, waiting to hear that clip, yeah. waiting to hear that story. That's mm -hmm. good. Good advice. Yeah. God damn it, Asia. This, Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. And I don't believe Meisner's for everyone. Okay. But I do believe once you find something, stick to it. Listen okay. to your intuition. Listen to it. You know, uh, you mentioned you have a Denzel story. I, I might think that Denzel is the method for me. Yeah. Like, like I said, I don't know if I said this on air. But um, I was in a plane, you know, with my whole... No, I didn't. With my whole experience with my son um, while he was in the hospital, I kept thinking, I feel like John Q. Yeah. I feel like John Q. I feel like yeah. John Q. I feel like John Q. And so I went and bought the movie. Yeah. So I'm in the plane on the way to L.A. Um, Friday after after work. And there's a part in the movie where John uh, Denzel is like... Uh, um, um, he's like, I don't think you get it by now, but I'll do whatever I got to to make sure he lives. Right then, emotion just hit me in my chest. It hit me in my chest. Because yeah. all I could do was think about my baby. Your son, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when he went into the scene uh, with him, and he was just talking to him. He was basically telling him, you always listen to your mother. You know, you know, don't be a fool. Take uh, Sometimes you got to take the money and all of that. The emotion on the plane was just too much. Yeah. I just I just took it in and I've learned recently to just take the emotion, just take it in. Yeah, you gotta take exactly. it in. You exactly. gotta take it in. You got you got to take it in. God gave us all of these emotions. Yeah. So no, no emotion is bad. Yeah. God gave us you just exercise it in the right way. Yeah. Maya Angelou said, if you feel anger, march it. Oh. You know? Okay. You, but no no emotion is bad. Okay. 
But go ahead. What's your Denzel story? So my Denzel, <laughs> but before I tell you my Denzel story, I want to say this. Um, I I was a uh, a twin, and really? yeah, my twin didn't make it. Amen. They um, Jesus Christ. yeah, they the doctors had to take out my my twin, um, and. I, I always felt lonely growing up, right? Okay. A room full of Barbies, cousins, sister, uh, little sister, Natalie, shout out, love you. Okay. Um, but I uh, always felt lonely. So one day, uh, me and my little sister was playing Barbies, and I at 12, I think, because we were still playing Barbies at 12. I still play with a Barbie today, okay, because I love okay. Barbies. Okay. Don't judge me. Anyway, so I walk into my mom's room, and I just said, I feel lonely. And I don't even know if I understood that word or understood what I was trying to articulate. And my mom is the type of person who she sheds things from you to to um, protect you. Yeah. You know, she she doesn't want she doesn't want to feel pain herself. And she doesn't want you to feel pain. Yeah. But me, I'm the opposite. So. um, So she told me she just had a heavy breath and she was like, Asia, you're a twin. Mm. And I just looked at her and I was like, oh. Mm. And she didn't expect that reaction to me. Mm. But just things made sense to me. Mm. And to this day, I'm infatuated with twins and I didn't know why, you mm. know. And I did I uh, researched twin studies and it doesn't matter if, if no matter what stage the twin didn't make it, you always are connected mm. no matter what. So, um, so I want to tell you that um, I always felt every birthday was was horrible, but except for a couple, for a lot of different reasons. But also I felt like I'm here and he or she is not, which we feel like it was a boy. Okay. I'm here and he's not. Um, and I actually talked to this, this spiritual woman once and she said that he's watching over my mom. So um, I've always felt that way. And then I heard something on Oprah. On Oprah's like show or whatever, and she did a podcast like retelling the stories that was on her show, and uh, one of the mothers lost their child, mm-hmm. and the guy on the show with Oprah, uh, the spiritual leader, whoever he was, Robux, whoever, he told that woman, he says, if you always say to your son that's still living, oh, my other son that died would have been graduating too. Oh, my other son would have had his first birthday too. Oh, my other son that died. Every time the son that's living lives any moment, you'll say, oh, my my son that's not living isn't doing this. You will put the son that's living through an unimaginable un, um, and he he couldn't live up to the burden you're putting onto him mm-hmm. because his birthdays are never special. Yeah. His firsts are never special yeah. because he's constantly having to console mom. Yeah. And when he, when he was telling her that, even though my story is not that particular story, the guy said, you need to realize that, that your son that's not living came into this world and chose to leave the world. Mm-hmm. And they, that that not son or daughter, I can't remember, the son is not living anymore, but it came to bless you anyway. So that wouldn't be your story, but that would that could be my story. That could be your story. And my but it's story. still but helped it's your mom's me. story. But it's my mom's story. Yeah. 
And it still helped me hear that story so much. And it helped me know that I don't have to spend my birthdays wishing I had someone with me. Yeah. I know that they came here and they left willingly. And that no matter if he's watching over my mom or in heaven or whatever you believe, that it's not, you can have a growth mindset. Yeah. And flip the narrative. Yeah. And it helped me. And it's now I experience life like, okay, well, I'm blessed to have survived yeah. because the doctors wanted to take me too. Yeah. And my mom, and they said, she's going to die anyway. Mm. She's not going to live anyway. So we might as well take her now. Yeah. And my mom said, well, if she's going to die anyway, let it happen. Mm. And I'll just have to come back. Mm. But she went to full term with me and I was born. Mmm. Mmm. Jesus. Ooh, rest in peace, baby D. Rest in peace. I yeah, feel you Rest now. in peace. I'm in California, um, thinking of you and uh bringing you with me. Um so uh the podcast came about. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in my mom's crib. Um, and I was asking myself, Jay. In Houston? Of course. Yes. <laughs> On the wait, wait, wait! Don't tell me you're from the uh, northeast. I mean south, southwest. 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 Fondren and West Airport. All right, cool. I'll, t- I'll say southwest. that story for another time. All right. But uh, and I was thinking, what's next? What's next? And my sister was like, "You just need to go ahead and just drop everything that you were, drop everything from the last production company, and just start fresh." Yeah. So I started to think to myself, "What's next?" And then when I was talking to her on the phone, shout out to my sister Donna Joe Dyke. Uh, when I was talking to her on the phone, I said to her, I said, the name of the podcast is going to be What's Next. So I pose to you, most importantly, the last question I'll ask is What's Next? The question next? I've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why I've been waiting for this question. So, I love when you ask this question oh, on your man. podcast. So, so say it to me one more time so I can hear it. So uh, the last question I'll ask yes. to you um, is What's Next for Asia Muns? What's Next for your production company? Yeah. So uh, what's next is to I have my production company on paper Okay And what's next is to uh, bring it out Get the articles in incorporation if I want to do that Or take the next step Okay in my, uh, in my production company And I already have like over 10 projects written Features, okay. shorts, okay. all that Like, And I have the decks ready to go So I'm just When the opportunity meets I'm prepared Okay Like for sure and um, so that's with the production company and also shooting my two short films. Okay. One is 32 pages and the other is about eight pages. Okay. So a short, short and a, a longer short. And uh, if there's any financers out there, okay. holla at me. Yeah. Because that's the next step that I'll be doing. Okay. That's what's next is fundraising for okay. my short films. Okay. Have a couple of contacts and I already have a producer on board okay. for both of them, which I'm just blessed to have. But I need a couple more. And... Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be rocking it out. Um, and maybe I'll follow up with you and tell you how I fundraise. Okay. And it'll be no doubt. a good conversation. I'm going to come out here again for it. Yeah. Listen, but I want to shoot my shot, man. If you got anything, tell me what I need to do to be involved. I'm tired of, like, not acting. Excuse me. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of acting like I'm too cool to say, hey, I'm ready. Listen, you know I got you. If there's something I got that um, that's your age. No and doubt. What, of course. A lot of all that's my important. stuff. Yeah, a lot of all my stuff is uh, 
you know, African-American, yeah. black, indigenous, yeah. um, because that's where my heart, that's where my heart is. Uh, not that I exclude anyone, yeah. but uh, that's what we need. Representation is important. Yeah. So, yeah. So I got you. No doubt. No doubt. I got you. That's my word. And I'm a woman of my word. No doubt. So am I. Um, I'm going to come out here and film Carousel for sure. For sure. Oh, I might, yeah. I might be bringing my own. I might be bringing people with me. Listen. Just let's to get people. What's that? You got something for me. I got something for you. Uh, so, so what I do on the podcast, because, <laughs> yo, listen, this it, it's so great to sit next to somebody who watches you. Yeah. Because I watch you as well. <laughs> but um, on my podcast, I like to, um, before I say that, uh, the shirts up here, guys, I pressed and printed myself. So if you need any so T-shirts, if you need any T-shirts, holler at me. I'm your guy. But I like to impart a gift on everybody that comes on the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate when that. When you wear this. All the way out here in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles, California, yeah. I know that you're on the podcast. So this is uh, a shirt, an exclusive shirt. This Thank is the you. first shirt. This is the first black SVI t-shirt that I'm giving oh, out really? in California. The first one. Listen. I haven't worn I'm, it out here. I'm on the first podcast in LA. First podcast in LA. I got the first shirt in LA. In LA. In LA. Yeah. So this is for you. Thank appreciate you. you being on the I podcast. Appreciate, this. appreciate you being on Thank the podcast. Thank you so much for real. No doubt. No doubt. I love this. Next 100% year. 100% con. Okay. Ne- n- n- hold on. Next year, <laughs> next year, it'll be my own trademark t shirt sometime. Okay. Next year. Yeah. I second that. that two or more be. together, it's done. I no second doubt. it. That might be what's next for me. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So that's what's next for you. Yes. Period. It is yes. what's next. Yes. So you gave me this. I want to give something back to you, okay, right? Okay. And being on this podcast is a gift also. So okay. thank you for that. Thank you for having me. But um, this is something, I'm not going to read it because it's already long. Okay. But this is something I want to give to you. Um, and it's something that I read to myself every night. Okay. Because the last minutes um, program yourself subconscious. Okay. 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 So it's important I believe to program your subconscious on not what's on Twitter and on Instagram, not what's on this movie you just wa- uh, watched, but of something that's going to feed your soul and something that's going to propel you in the future, right? Okay. So, um, Job 33, 14 through 16 um, is this For God speaks again and again, through, and though people do not recognize it, He speaks in dreams okay. and visions of the night. Okay. When deep sleep falls on people, as they lie in their beds, he whispers in their ears. So as God whispers, I want these words to go along with his whisper and create your future. Okay. And I want to, and the first part of it is, you say to yourself before sleeping, God, when you speak, I listen. I hear you. It is within me and clearly all signs are meant for me. Okay. So then it goes through. Right. And then the last little note is you can be um, in all your days a hostage to your ego or a host for God, because I believe God is within us. So you can be a host for God and let the spirit flow through you or you can be a hostage to your ego. Mm. I appreciate that, man. You're welcome. And you laminated and everything. <laughs> it's a little cricket, but <laughs> it's all good, man. And listen, you don't have to do it every night like I do, but just every time you pick it up, just read through it and let the words bless you and fill you with your spirit and spirit and encourage you to know that you can do anything, anything you set your mind to, you can do it, like for real. And I no got doubt. your back. No doubt. Yo, uh, Los Angeles, California. This is episode twenty-eight. Houston, 28? Texas. I do what I do for myself. 
to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallies, in them valleys, no Pilates, more way get you more wet, nah, that's these Bumanti, my crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that, I saw the sign like Ace of Spades, that Ace of Spades get cracked, we like, cheers to the money guys, the willy niggas, who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors, yo, yo, salute my dude, Priceless Audi, this the upper crust, fuck is up